This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Mr. Mike D'Angelo, the president of the AICC. How are you, Mike? I'm real good, Corey. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. I really am a big fan of your organization. We're going to talk about your big event coming up here soon, and I want to get to all those details. But let's talk about you first before we do that. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to be here? I'll be happy to. I'm, I'm in the industry accidentally and in the <laughs> industry over 40 years. I don't think my story is too different than a lot of people. I went to work 40 years ago, a little more than 40 years ago, for a company called Bopst North American. Mm-hmm. And a Bopst is is a machine manufacturer that offers printing and converting equipment in folding cart and corrugated and flexible packaging. I was just out of college. I couldn't find a job. Went to work for Bob's figuring on an entry-level position, figuring I'll do this until I find my life's goal. <laughs> and I spent 32 years at Bob's uh, <laughs> waiting for my life's goal to appear. And yeah. it turns out being in packaging was my life's goal. I left Bob's Went to another manufacturer, Goss International. It was a manufacturer of basically publication uh, printing presses. And they were looking at their future saying, boy, digital media has taken everything that we do. They wanted to get into packaging and we worked with them to get them more into the packaging realm. And while I was at Bopst, I was a 25-year member of AIC, the Independent Packaging Association. And when I left Goss, AIC was looking for someone, I didn't know it at the time, to lead the organization. I thought working for Steve Young. I could do that for the rest of my life, but Steve brought me on board as a vice president. And then in in July of 2019, he stepped back because somehow he knew a worldwide pandemic was coming and he just wanted to get out of the way of all the challenges. I've been now with AIC, I guess I'm well into my sixth year and it's it's a labor of, of love, quite frankly, for our members and for the mission. Yeah, congratulations on a very successful career and a long one ahead of you, I'm sure. Let's yeah, talk I might, about I might find my way to what I really want. I've got an education in city and county planning, so maybe someone oh, really? do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. You never know where this life will take you. you. Never... So I remember as a very young person working at Warehouser and I worked at worked on several boxed machines. Can you tell the audience what boxed machines do? Essentially boxed Generally. machines yeah. take raw material, be it paper or film, and through a variety of different methods, either print, rotogravure, flexo, digital, litho now with their offering today. They think we're far simpler 40 years ago, as you can imagine. (laughs) Uh, Can print or convert via rotary, via platen die cutting, rotary die cutting, slitting, rewinding, depending if it's a film or a paper-based material. And also folding and gluing. They've got vacuum metalizing. It's a very diverse company these days and basically touch all aspects of the packaging industry. Yeah. And a a very famous brand, very good quality equipment. I remember. Space company, good reputation. There's a lot of good competitors too, but it's good for all (laughs) of the converters out there because all boats rise. That's right. That's right. Let's talk about the AICC. What is it? 
why should the people listening to this program be interested and be very interested in attending your experience here coming up in May? AIC is the Independent Packaging Association. We're going to be celebrating our 50th anniversary in 2024. In 1974, a group of independents, about 54 companies, decided that the, and these are small companies, and the independent, the I means they're privately held. Most of them are family-run organizations uh, these days in the second, third, in some cases beyond the next generations. In 1974, felt that they needed to level the playing field with some of their larger public competitors. And so they they wanted to play bigger. So they figured the only way we can play bigger is to band together. The old African proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. These these entrepreneurs wanted to go far, so they got together. And the markets obviously have evolved over the years. And AICC's mission today is basically ensuring that our members still privately held companies and not just in corrugated as they were in 1974, but now in folding carton and rigid box as well, plus their suppliers. Our mission today is basically to ensure their success. We primarily do that by education programming as well as the networking opportunities, getting people together and talking because it's a because they're privately held companies, they can speak fairly openly. They don't go everywhere with their attorneys and they don't have to worry about their comments moving things in a big way on Wall Street and things like that. It's, <laughs> right. it's a very open and engaging and association of box makers and their suppliers. And AICC today is educating them, which leads us to what we're doing with the program in May, which we call AICC's Packaging Experience. It's uh, AICC's education programming is very broad. We do webinars. We've got Packaging University, which is our online school, which has over 100 courses in varying disciplines for people in corrugated folding cart and rigid boxes. And about 25% or 30% of those online courses are available in Spanish now too, which is the primary language of a lot of people who are working in the industry. So we want to make sure that we're educating in a language that people can understand. But what we do with the packaging experience each year is it's a deep dive on a particular topic. The original one was a digital experience. Digital. This was back in 2000. 2019, where we basically talked about digital printing and what it means. The following year, we did a deep dive on e-commerce, which which was almost prescient because e-commerce became (laughs) so vital to so many people that were locked down for so long. But an Uh, important discussion, yeah. That was in February of 2020, right before e-commerce became vital to everyone that hadn't really (laughs) used it yet. And now e-commerce is indispensable. And this this packaging experience is really, which is coming up in May 23rd and 24th, what do customers want? And box makers need to speak the customer's language, need to understand what customers want. And we know that their customers are going in new directions as driven by brand owners and how they want to message to consumers, what consumers' expectations are. And, and that takes us to what do customers want and how do we reach customers, being we meaning the members. I know I know that we're going to have, you're going to play a big role in it. A guy named Corey Connors is going to be there. <laughs> he's going to 
He's going to talk about how to access your customers through social media, for example. That's what we're doing here. And it's a real old school industry, Corey. And we need to, in in some cases, our members are out front. They're very entrepreneurial. They're very, there's a a group of early adopters, but there's a, a larger number that are, let's be very conservative. Let's wait and see. And we want to make sure that our members have educational opportunity to know what the future holds. So we brought together for the program in May, we brought together brand owners, we brought together mm-hmm. industry experts, we brought together educators to talk about ways that the market and the approaches to the market are evolving. And yes. I know near and dear to your heart is sustainability. And we think that sustainability is a huge opportunity for our members in terms of going to market because we know brand owners and box buyers are all working to be more and more sustainable in their own products, which means that the products that are delivering the products, uh, box in this case, has to also fall into line with the story. The good news is, of course, that uh, box makers have a great story to tell. Right. They're already working with the most sustainable material on the planet. Yeah. and But working with that most sustainable material on the planet alone isn't enough. It's how to keep the story going, how to frame the story for what the consumer's goals are, how to talk about sustainability, how to educate their customers about sustainability, because not everybody, yeah. you know, just not all box makers are there with the story, even though they know they have a good one and are proud of it. Their customers aren't all there. So how do you educate them? And uh, how do you make them more aware of all of the opportunities that the box offers? Yes, very true. Very well said. It's easy to rest on our laurels as corrugated manufacturers. Aurora is a part of this AIC organization, the company I work for, and honored to be a member. Now, it's super simple to just say, oh, we make corrugated. That's sustainable, so we're good. Let's move on to the next thing. There are so many nuances and so many things that a manufacturer of corrugated or other packaging materials, like you said, can do to be even more sustainable. We're looking at programs for recycling and all kinds of things to reduce waste and setup times and all these things to reduce the amount of materials that we need. And to reduce the amount of material that the consumer receives, that is such a key to this whole thing is if you don't, I just got a package from Amazon that was a box inside of a box. And it just, it's so maddening when it the it's simple. All they had to do was just use the one box and yet their automated system put it in another box and it's frustrating. And these are the kinds of things we want to talk about at the AIC event. Adam Peake and I will be emceeing the event and speaking and really excited to to be a part of it. Thanks again for inviting us for this. We know that you guys are paying attention and the, the folks that are paying attention have a lot of information to share. And that's the whole point of experience is to, to pick a topic. In this case, get closer to customers, educate customers better. And the way to do that is to get together. We'll probably pull in a couple of hundred people and have a very intense discussion. And it goes bang. Everybody's on the program for about a half an hour. There are going to be a couple of workshops. There's a lot of great ideas that come out of this. Experience is always one of AICC's more popular educational events. And the way to do it, we're going to be in Chicago, right near O'Hare. So it's easy for everybody to get there, get in and get out. So we're trying to make it as accessible as we can so that there can be as many participants as possible. And everybody walks out with, we like to say when we hold an AIC event, we want somebody to walk away with one really good idea 
I think for an experience, our expectation is higher than that. We want them to walk out with several good ideas, all yeah. leading to them becoming even more successful in their evolution and growth as a vital supplier to their customers. Very well said. And they've been through a lot as manufacturers these last several years with the pandemic. It was all hands on deck, make as much as you can, as fast as you can. And then all of a sudden, things are back to where they were. And I think the people that were able to scale up without spending billions of dollars and just make their equipment more efficient will come back to this and say, okay, now we know how to do that. Here's the ways we can invest. And they'll, like you said, they're going to talk to each other and help each other out. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't understand this about packaging. We help each other. And we talk to each other about, hey, this worked, this didn't work. Don't do that. Try this. Have you heard of this kind of equipment? Would you agree it's a very helpful organization? It's it's really incredible to me how helpful folks are. Even bitter competitors yeah. will help each other out for the right circumstances. When the <laughs> pandemic hit, AIC basically had a weekly member webinar where everybody was hit with this thing and knew nothing. Right. About it. So we got every, we had 200, 300 members on a webinar where people would just talk about what they were frustrated by, what they think they were doing that worked, some mm-hmm. things that they did that didn't work. So please don't go down that road. It was really, really gratifying because you're talking about an industry that really had to rise to the occasion. Everything stopped, and then all of a sudden, it was like, no, everything's got to get going again in some cases. <laughs> and box makers were obviously a vital industry to get things going again. So these folks were working, and people were working in the plant. They were showing up for their jobs, and the industry was already pre-pandemic saddled with a manpower shortage because it's manufacturing. So it's always difficult to get people to, to come into manufacturing spaces and work. And so they were already up against it. Then the pandemic comes. They were busier than they'd ever been with fewer people than they'd ever had. They right. had to get more efficient. They had to get smarter about the way they were approaching the markets. They all did, but they all did it together. They all did it talking to one another. We were pleased to facilitate that, but it was really something special to see. And it holds, well, that was the hallmark of AIC pro, AICC programming pre-pandemic. It's mm-hmm. been the AICC hallmark for programming coming out of the pandemic with all the things that we learned too about using technology like we're talking about here. We weren't taking a whole lot of Zoom calls before the pandemic. And now we're finding that that some of the Zoom and webinar opportunities hurt some of our in-person seminars. Experience is probably too big an event. When we do these, when we do one-offs, people are saying, why aren't you doing that via Zoom now? Why do I have to put my people on a plane and spend time away from the plant? And when you're saddled with manpower issues as they are, it's we've got to evolve too. So we are. But the experience is the only way to do an experience is to do it face to face. Everybody's lining up, looking at the because you're going to do your thing. Adam's going to do his thing. And most of your good work, as great as you're going to be on the stage, most of your good work was going to be when you're sitting at the in the bar or when yep. you're down in the crowd on a break or having a cup of coffee or having breakfast with somebody. People just go deeper. So we want to get everybody there, get them together, get the topics on the table, and let all of the experts that are going to be there, and it's a lengthy group of people, work their magic. I agree. When I attend these events, oftentimes it will be frustrating because the person that's up on the stage 
disappears afterwards. And that's not by design, not intentional, but there's no set apart time for us to get to talk to that person in further discussions. And I think what you and your team have done with this event is set aside time for all speakers to be available for attendees to have a one-on-one audience with. And I think that's so valuable and important in this kind of environment because people are a little nervous, especially about social media, like my topic. And Adam's going to be talking about Blue Ocean and different ways to sell and really exciting things. We've got Kate and Jonathan Azaroff from DIP already, which is this is this is a the kind of thing that maybe a lot of these attendees have never seen before or even talked about. They're hoping. <laughs> I say TikTok to the owner of a mill, a corrugated mill, and they say, "What? <laughs> like, get out of here with that!" But what if we could do this together? What if we could make a real impact on your business as a team? I started so. getting excited about the experience with Taryn Pyle, who is our director of education. And well, and when she gets enthusiastic, it's difficult <laughs> not to. It's but a- when she, I think she learned this from you, where she, she said, where do you think most people get their information from online? And I, of course, went with the knee-jerk reaction. And I said, Google. And right. she was so quick to pounce and say, no, you're wrong. And yeah. and when I heard it was TikTok, it was like, it was stunning to me. Yeah. Because I don't think of TikTok as an information generator, but I've since learned why and how it, it is what it is. It's not, I'm not watching TikTok for dance videos. So that's what I thought <laughs> TikTok was. I'm still not watching it for dance videos, but I'm checking it out for other things because there's a lot that you can learn there. People, millennials have taken over the show there and they now it's their number one search engine for information, which is taken over Google, which is absolutely amazing. And it proves the point that people like Adam Peak and myself are able to have followings on TikTok that are actually interested in sustainable packaging and recycling and all these things that we're talking about. So very true. Mike. And data well backs you up, Corey, because Digital 360, I saw a report from them the other day that says that hills are basically responsible for about 56% of B2B transactions. Wow. And they prefer to use a direct internet type buying experience as opposed to having the salesperson come in take the time to make the pitch they're up to certain dollar thresholds most millennials are comfortable making a b2b buy in the hundreds of thousands of dollars now without actually seeing a human from the company that they're transacting business with or if they do see a human it's like you and i are seeing each other right now rather ushering he or her into the office things are changing and it's quick, and it's going to be even faster. I remember when I started in sales 21 years ago, my boss said, the only thing you can count on is, and I said, okay. So that's been my mindset this whole time is adapt, learn, get ahead of it, figure it out before other people do so I can be a an advocate and a, a real help for the industry, for the company I work for. But yeah, well, this my is... sales career goes back a lot more than yours does. And I remember <laughs> a cartoon that kind of summed up where I was at early in my career. And it was of a spiffy, well-dressed guy in a suit standing there outside of a door. And he was thinking to himself, he said, okay, I've got a shoe shine and a head full of technical information. I'm ready. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that still works sometimes, but uh, not all the time. And then to support what you were saying about adaptability, 
there was a sales leader in, at Bob's back in the 80s that had a, a picture of a brontosaurus in his <laughs> office that said, in a changing world, if you are not adaptable, you will disappear. Yeah, that's it. We have to be open to new ideas. And I think that's what, why this, this event is so critical and it's so appropriately named as an experience. And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about it. Anything else that we need to know about it? How do we sign well, up? Well, nuns at my What's... grammar school wouldn't be happy with the way we've dropped the E off experience, and it's an X for experience. Right, uh, right. Way to reach us <laughs> aiccbox.org backslash experience with an X. Experience. That'll take you to a website that gives you everything you need to know and gives you the ability to register for the event as well. And if you're listening and you decide to sign up, we'll be excited to see you there or meet you in person. I think it's going to be an awesome show. You'll be there. I'll be there. It'll be a cast of thousands. Thank you so much, Mike. We really appreciate it. Anything else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to yet? Again, AIC is is basically invested in your business to make it successful. Our motto is when you invest and engage, AIC delivers success. Please also check out AICC at AICCbox.org, and you will see the full breadth of programs that AICC has to offer to our members. And if you're not a member and you are a converter uh, in the industry or a supplier to the industry, paper-based packaging, check out AICCbox.org. And if you'd like to speak to me about joining AICC, you can reach me at mdangelo at AICCbox.org. Thank you, sir. I'll put that all in the show notes so people can just click on it. We really appreciate your time, Mike. It's good to see and be with you. Thank you so much for uh, making your platform available to us. And thank you so much for your support of AIC and the experience. Thank you, sir. And if you're listening, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and stay tuned for more. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.